1: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
0: You know what, Chelsea? Let's bring in someone else who can add to the whiteness here on the show. It's Scott Brock (laughs) for Foul Territory TV. (laughs) I'm I'm just leaning into it. (laughs) Hey,
2: Michael hey yeah, hey um,
1: what an intro yeah. oh man <laughs> you know we do this hey. a lot on
2: our show we um sometimes i call it role play but you know our <laughs> our players will get a little giddy when i call it that so i'll just say hey i'm gonna present a situation here right and i'll pick yeah. up the phone or do something like that so mm-hmm. hey michael i could either be a depressed brace fan or i yeah 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 eight-year veteran Orlando Arcia, who is unaware of how media availability works, or Travis Darnot, who also was unaware of how media availability works. I think he's been in the league even longer than that. So which caller should I be?
0: Ooh, that's a tough one. I think you need to be the Braves caller who's trying to justify dominating the regular season and then
2: going out like that. Okay. Hey, Michael, um, depressed Braves fan here. Uh, my name's Ronald. Um, mm-hmm. I switched my name legally because I love Ronald Acuna Jr. And he <laughs> let me down in the NLDS. This team should be winning the World Series every mm-hmm. year. I can't believe that they lost to Philadelphia. Uh, sure. All I'm going to hear is attaboy all off season long. And <laughs> I want to know if not only is this team going to be like the modern day L.A. Dodgers, As in Mm -hmm. the team in the NL West that always wins like 100 games in a division, and they've only got one World Series title, because that's one team I thought of that comes to mind, but also the 1990s Braves. So the Mm -hmm. uh, Major League Baseball is just littered with popular, successful, regular season teams that win it every year, but actually they can't get it done in the playoffs. Although each of those teams that I just mentioned have a one, one world series title, but like nineties Braves. I and mean, you can talk to any of them. I've spoken to all of the key players on that team over time. They're like, Sh- shoot, did we only win <laughs> one out of, you know, our whatever, 12, 13 chances. And the answer is yes. So w- what song can you play for me to make my sorrows go away?
0: Well, Ronald, and first of all, I love that name. It sounds beautiful, even though I know you might be a little bit depressed uh, and how your Braves perform. But, you know, just like in sports, also in life, we experience a roller coaster, don't we? We have road bumps and speed bumps along the way. And so your Braves are no different. I have a feeling that a year or two from now, we're going to be talking about how your team rose up and got it done. So let's play Lauren Daigle. Be okay. It's going to be Okay. (laughs) On Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got Incredible. for you. <laughs> Incredible! I love it. All right, it. Chelsea, That's you good. want to ask an actual That's baseball funny. question instead of me being yes. a complete dork here? Yeah.
1: Well, for uh, once, it feels like we have a lot of drama to uh, unzip here, and you kind of touch on the other one. Do you think it's fair at all the excuses that we are hearing from Braves fans, from the Braves players, about why they lost? In this series to the Phillies, because I just keep, I can't wrap my brain around it. It feels like a team that should just say, hey, we were not the better team here. Our bats didn't come to play a long layoff. What are we talking about? You had four games to get your act together. Like, what are we talking about here? Do you think any of these excuses are valid?
2: Houston Astros, where are they? Houston Astros won the division. Where are they? They're in what's called the ALCS for a seventh consecutive year, period. (laughs) Now, we've talked about the playoff format, and the only significant change that I would look at on the short term is it's super small, and it's more for the league and entertainment purposes, is that um, last week we didn't have baseball on Friday. And so in my mind, this is small, but if you're playing in the wild card rounds, you have Tuesday, Wednesday – And thursday if you get to game three which we had none of those which sucked and then in my mind and this can create a little more of an edge for the team that earned the bye they should be playing on friday we do this all the time in baseball right so hey you finished your game on thursday and then you fly to the next city and you play that night right so that's how i think they should set it up for friday ball and it's a very small change but no i mean teams definitely said that like Ross Stripling, former Dodger, um, was doing a watch along with us during one of the games, and said that when he saw some of the Dodgers' teammate or his former teammates and friends towards the end of the season, they were like, "I don't know what to do with my hands during the you know four, five, six day layoff, whatever." So, <laughs> um, you know, they all did sim games, but it's I get it; it's not the same. But there's not really another solution here. And Eric Kratz has been great, who you both know well on our show. He asks many players that come on, okay, would you rather play in the wild card round? Do you want to play in the round or do you want to get a buy and rest up, reset your pitching and everything else? And obviously no one's going to be like, yes, I'd like to play in a best of three against a random team instead of earning myself a buy. It's just there's not going to be a perfect solution here unless I guess we go back mm-hmm. to the one game wild card and you only sit for like a day or two. Also, keep in mind, Chelsea. The Phillies sat for two, three days. So it's like, oh, we sat an extra two days. Okay. <laughs> I mean, again, Houston Astros' <laughs> offense looked pretty good against the Twins team that has really good pitching. It's a pitching-focused team. That's the flavor of the Twins this year. And Houston was okay. So I think it's just teams that didn't play well. And Philadelphia is really good. That was my World Series mm-hmm. pick heading into the playoffs. Not heading into the year, but heading into the playoffs just now. I said, I think Philadelphia is going to win the World Series. They are very well built to win a World Series. They ju- they got beat by a good team. The The Phillies beat Atlanta, and Atlanta might be maybe they're the second best team, but they're not the best team. And the main issue, too, is they-, they didn't have the pitching to match Philadelphia. And, yes, their bats didn't show up the same way either. But, man, you look at the Philadelphia lineup, that is star-studded. And it is, in my mind right now, because I've been there many times, not this year yet, but last year, by far the best home field advantage I've seen in my time working in the game, I can't speak for the past, but for the last what almost 15 years now working in baseball, I've never seen a home field advantage like Philadelphia. I usually don't even believe in it. Some teams I don't think care about it. Like Houston's been in so many postseasons that when they go on the road, I don't think they care, but most teams get shook and the Braves were shook clearly because they were trying to find yeah. excuses in the clubhouse for the media picking up like a random line that nobody cares about. Also, he didn't send any personal attack. It wasn't like any slur or anything wrong. Like a boy Harper. Cause he, he made a, it wasn't even a base running mistake necessarily, an aggressive base running move. And, and who cares if they would have just said, yep, tip my cap, good job there. And you know, that's what players do in the clubhouse. We would have moved on, but then the attack on the media hearing something going on when there's a billion people in the clubhouse with cameras on, are you nuts? See, and that's when you're like, all right, they're shook in Philadelphia. So I was texting yeah. people all day yesterday. I was like, Oof, good money on the fills tonight. <laughs>
0: oh and you're right about that that home field advantage I've never seen and obviously I wasn't there but you can feel it you can hear it it's unbelievable and compare that to I know it was a different round like listening to the trop early on where the (laughs) Rays got eliminated my god it was like walking through a target that's what that place sounded like it was just completely empty so huge discrepancy there I wanted to talk about the ALCS a little bit and it looks like Max Scherzer is going to try to return for the Rangers which would be something how do you see this series shaking out astros are minus 140 series favorites but you can make a strong case i feel like for either side here
2: you can and i agree with how it's set up because houston's been there so many times and they've had their number and for houston their pitching just shows up in the playoffs too when you've got burlander yeah. game one framber is by far the biggest x factor for the astros because he's not the same this year he's actually throwing harder this year and getting hit more this year, um, which, which has been a significant issue that he's not the same pitcher right now. So for during the season, you'd see like almost one good, one bad, not consecutively, but you get a little bit of a roll, and then he would give up, you know, five runs in a few outings in a row. So, and, and we've seen it so far in the playoffs, he, he does not look the same. If he is pitching well though, if he finds it over the you know, week that he has to figure it out again, because it's not like he's past his prime or something. This is prime for Amber Valdez then Texas might be in trouble because Christian Javier is really good too. So I understand um, the minus 140 for Houston at the same time. I would say Texas has just as good of a lineup, if not better. So um, the one other factor just for fun is these teams genuinely don't like each other. So that'll be, um good for your drama so that the nl east doesn't dominate that all the time chelsea because if you look back it probably it'll you'll see the videos a million times but most people if they weren't you know paying attention to astros rangers in the middle of the regular season you even had a guy like marcus Simeon, who is usually pretty quiet and keeps to himself getting pretty pissed off and um there were some benches clearing situations so uh, i'm all about it but Yeah, I think a lot of people actually are going to pick the Rangers to win the series based on the plus money there, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. Seven-game series, one other thing that concerns me is I like the pitching depth that they have, and yes, Max will be back. Who knows what he'll look like because it's been a while and how many innings you'll get for him. The Rangers' circle of trust in their bullpen for high-leverage bullpen guys is smaller than what Houston has. Like, There's probably three-ish guys that you trust in the Rangers' bullpen, um, for high leverage, and there's probably five-ish for Houston. That makes a difference, especially in a longer series. The one way that the Rangers can counter that is by having these starters come back, like Scherzer, and I think John Gray's coming back from what I've seen. Those are two starters to come back that can that can start at least for a few innings. It pushes two more starters into their bullpen so that they can kind of eat up innings that way, which has been done before, too, but it's still not high leverage, guys, but that's that's kind of how I size up the series right now.
1: Yeah, we don't Scott have a ton
0: of
1: time. Rounds- oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead we weren't sure if we were going to get one more in. We got like 30 seconds. Can you make a case for the Diamondbacks at all? Uh,
2: you can make a case. I mean, based on the two starters they have, I think, uh, Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen, right? You're gonna get multiple starts out of them in um in this round. And the, the key difference for me in, with their offense has been the power. They have not had this much power the entire year, and some bats are finding it right now. I would I'd put money on the Phillies. I, I have a hard time seeing the Phillies fall in a series. I think they can beat them in Arizona. I think that Arizona is going to have a lot of trouble with them in Philly. Philly's got a better starting staff, a better bullpen, definitely a better lineup. So this would be a massive upset, much bigger upset than they pulled off in the first two rounds. Like The Dodgers pitching was – was crumbling. It fell apart. Mm-hmm. We knew that going into that series, they were going to have to score a billion runs. So, I'd still, uh, I'd go Phillies if you're willing to go up to the minus one seventy and try to win a thousand bucks.
0: He is a host on foul territory TV and a great caller as well. It is our friend Scott Broad.
2: For more,
1: listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.